cigars. Hey there, sugar. Come on over. Let Auntie Flo help you out. <laughs> they got schmutz on your face. <laughs> Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band out on tour that solves mysteries. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Alright, my name is Emily, and I'm playing Flo Calhoun. She is a wood elf, she is a bard, and she rocks an antler crown and an iron stone of protection. She also recently gave up that heavy, heavy long sword that she was not very good with for a chilly rapier. She has a magical longbow, she plays the cello and sings for the band, and she tries to help people. Hi, I'm Brayden. I play Sammy Stoneslinger, best bard of the bunch. Sammy's a rock gnome because he rocks so hard. Sammy's the drummer for the band, but little known fact, Sammy's also proficient in playing guitar and hurdy-gurdy. But there hasn't been a lot of hurdy-gurdy playing so far in the podcast. Sammy has a couple of awesome magical items, which he'll be using. He has an ion stone of reserve. And he had to make a tough decision after the last episode, and he's going to start wearing this cloak of the manta ray all the time instead of his sweet jean jacket with uh, all the magical patches on it. And uh, Sammy, he's not very tall because he's a gnome, but he does have a ring of jumping now, so he can get to the top shelf. Hi, I'm Grundledor. My friends call me Grungo sometimes. I recently leveled up. I'm level six. I got 40 HP. You know what that means? That means I can get hit a couple more times and still crack a smile. Yeah, looking forward to getting my violence on for this game. I got some new spells. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to show you at some point. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Maybe there'll be quite a few long rests in between. Who knows? Okay, so for the listeners at home, Ed is gathering the energy from the earth like Goku. He's concentrated into a little ball. Uh, his power level's reaching 10,000. 11,000. 13,000 and climbing. Uh, oh my god, he's uh, killing himself with his own energy. Uh, <laughs> he just fireballed himself. Uh, I just had to grab the, uh, I had to get the plot and shove it inside me so I could spit it back out of you guys. I just made this up just now. I haven't spent any effort on this yet, so here we go. You guys find yourselves again on the road with your trusty friend, Dirk Fidget, the band manager, and Rody. He's driving the van, and I assume you guys are all in the back, unless anyone wants to be up front with him. No, we hate Dirk. Nah, I feel bad for him. I'm sitting up front with him today. Sweet. We're letting so many farts out in the back. That's probably why Flo's actually up front. This is true. So, uh, Flo, you've been paying attention recently, so you realize that you are traveling through a desert. Maybe not like a full-blown desert, but like, there's no dune sea. This is just like drier land. Like a dirt desert, not like a sand desert. Is that a thing? Yeah, like in China. The cold desert. Or like New Mexico? New Mexico, yeah. Scrub. It's like sub-Saharan. Anyway, you uh, have seen for a little bit now, off in the horizon, there's an extremely large city you're rolling up on. You pass a sign that says, Los Prados. Do I know what that means? It's the name of the city. But do I know what Prados means? What's Los mean? In like Spanish? Yeah. Is this Spanish? Yeah, it means meadow. Oh, so there's like a grassy knoll up there. Yo, I know where I'm going to camp out. But also on the sign, it says, the funnest place on the plane. Because they don't have planets. I was going to say planet. I was going to say Earth. I was going to say it's plane spelled like 
like we're on a plane, like a meadow, or like then it says population awesome. This might be a fun place, guys. And Dirk just uh he doesn't say anything, he just keeps riding down. You just saw that as you're driving by. It had some uh distance marker, but like as we know, they're in strange numbers that no one knows. So three days. No, no, no. You're you're like uh like less than an hour away. So Dirk continues his small talk with you as he drives into this town. It's a very large city, very bustling and boisterous. No. Uh, rowdy and buxom. Rockus. You see a bunch of casinos. A cluster of casinos? Yo, how much money do we have flow? None. Look at all those casinos. You actually... Oh, if we play it right, we'll come out of here filthy rich. We'll never have to work again. No, that can't possibly be true. I spend it all on spells. I don't think it's fair for you to demand that you keep track of the treasury and then lie to us about our hard-earned money. Would you rather we each keep a third of our money? Yeah, if you're going to lie to us. I just don't want you spending all of our money. I don't want to gamble away all of our money. I want to gamble away all, all of my of money. Yeah, same here. And then so, I want you to buy me things right, I need after that. We can use the game. If we lose money. it, the gambling, we can always use, you know, the situation of being in the casino to rob it. We get our money back. Yeah, casinos are notoriously easy to rob. If you kill everybody. Which, they're generally like, what, three people in a casino at any given time? Yeah. Always three. Well, it's yeah. easy to get advantage on your attacks when they're like, bag is turned, you know, sucked into some slot machine or something. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you guys don't actually make it to the... Grundledor's dying. We'll give him a second. Is it true that you're actually out front and I'm in the back? And you swallowed a fly? <clears throat> something is wrong with my No, it's throat. those farts we've been doing. <laughs> Oh, God. It burns. Yeah, they're hotboxing it back there. They're, like, sucking the moisture out of my throat. All right, so... Very dry farts. You guys don't actually make it to the city proper when you start going through this long strip of casinos. Um, at one point, Dirk pulls off on the side into one of the parking lots. Well, it's, like, not a parking lot. You can, like, pull around and get dropped off, and there's a parking lot behind it. But uh, he pulls in there. The one that he pulls in front of is called the Gilded Clover, and across the street is... The diamond mine. But he pulls up to the Gilded Clover, and there's like a staging area where you can like park cars. I mean, park stagecoaches. You know, if you're picking someone up or dropping someone off or like checking in to the hotel or like whatever. Valet. Yeah. In front of the casino is an enormous water feature. It's made to look like a lake, and it has two huge pirate ships on it. Nice. Oh. We got to get in there. And there's a uh, line of like little kids getting ready to use it. And there's like someone that's collecting tickets. Is it one of those pirate oh. ships that goes really high and then it comes back down and it goes really high the other way? Like an amusement park ride. So it doesn't seem to have massive moving parts, but on each pirate ship, there are four stations and four targets. And there are people at the stations with these water cannons firing water at targets on the other boat. That seems very wasteful in a desert. No, the, yeah. the water falls back into the... The water falls back into water the water feature. feature. And maybe you don't understand, but casinos have all the money so they can do whatever they want with the water. Because water is yeah, power. Yeah, they're just pumping up from the aquifers or something. Is there like a sign that's like, you must be under this height to do this? Nope. I get in line. All right. You would have fit anyway. I was hoping you guys couldn't do it, and I would feel cool. There's a guy, there's like a little booth. There's a guy sitting at a table that's like selling tickets for like three copper. Oh, yeah, I'll buy. Because um, you see, you can tell 
obviously from the setup that uh, the guy up by the rope that he lets people in on, there's like one guy on each side. They're collecting tickets, so it's safe to assume you need a ticket before you get there. Can I use a persuasion check to talk him down to two copper? Yeah, roll persuasion check. 20. He's like, wow, that's him. Wow. Quite glib of you. He's like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, that's the, uh, that's the price that they make us pay, but uh, I guess um, I guess I can let you go because you said that, like you're really cool and stuff. And yeah, just, man. And you'll be our number one fan. Yeah, I'll just get fired tonight, and that's okay. But at least I made you happy. So perfect. And then I'm like, can you make change for this gold piece? Uh, he does. He has enough to make change for perfect. gold piece. Are you guys just watching Sammy, or are you also doing this? I feel like I should do it too, and I should pay four copper. You don't pay four copper, you pay with copper. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm in. All right. So you all get in line together on one side, or do you want to get on different boats? We went different boats, I think. So we all can right. shoot each How other. How many boats are there? There are two boats. Oh, gosh. Where should I go? Is Dirk doing this too? No, Dirk, like, uh, he's like, hey, go. Hey, Sammy, right. you want to just like. <laughs> yeah, try to get Flo? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was hoping would happen. So the two of you on one side and Flo on the other side? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have anyone with me? There's a bunch of kids, yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. So the people on the sides open up the rope and they send the next four people up. You, you guys all get on the uh, little ship and then you hear some noise as the water begins pumping up a hose. What you have in front of you is like two handles that have buttons on the top of them that uh, swivel kind of... Oh, they have like a... Could you say that Dyson we're, ball. We're kind of like... 30 degree cone or something like that. Oh, we're kind of like Luke in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, uh, yeah. Way less, way less motion. You can basically only aim at the person directly across from you. Okay. Oh, I can't like hit the people to the side. No. Nah. You can only target one. Oh, Well, yeah. who's in which ship? Damn, we How can't gang up? up on flow well, then. Well, Sammy and Grunador are in the left ship and Flo's in the right ship. What's our ship called? Who's across from me? Uh, Some random kid. No, actually, you're across from Flo. Sammy, you're across from a random kid. <laughs> but I can do crossfire. That's no problem. No, I already said you can't. You got caught up in the crossfire. The goal is to shoot water at Grundledore until he falls out of the boat? No, there's like a target underneath it. It's 1v1? You're supposed to open your it's mouth 4v4. and stand there and let me aim at it. And when you get filled enough... You pop like a balloon. Oh, like in Willy Wonka. Yeah. It's 4v4 and there's a scoreboard at the top. Okay. What do we win? Pride. All the other kids seem to leave with basically pride or shame and that's it. Okay. You also win victimization or wait, no, they... You did only pay two copper to get it. No, they, oh, they paid three. You guys each paid three, yeah. Unless, unless you actually paid four, I don't care. Then a buzzer sounds. And then you hear the, you know, the hose powers up and then all the kids start pushing the buttons and firing at the targets. Are you deciding who wins or are we rolling? We're rolling for this. We're going to roll. What do we, in what my head. Roll? You roll attack, a, a ranged attack. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> oh no, I got a one. <laughs> I just hear the crossfire theme song. 17. I got that natural one that I said about. Sammy actually broke his, but... He tries to downplay it so he doesn't get in trouble. I rolled an 11. Man. Oh, boy. So, wait. Let me if just we knew these were ranged, I would have been on Flo's team if I knew. Let me do some math real quick. <laughs> Crossfire. How many years did they play that commercial on television? At least one. I think they did it for like decades. I think it was 22 years. It was a long time. Oh, Grunga, we're going to get wet. I'm already wet. After like 30 seconds of firing cannons at each other. 
a bell rings and all the hoses shut off. Wait, I only get one attack yep. in 30 seconds? Yeah, you got to pay Number another one, two copper. Number one, you broke it. Where do you, want to, you don't get another attack. Can I use my tinker tools to fix it? If you want to try. Isn't that like a short amount of time? You have 30 seconds. Doesn't it take you an hour to fix things? No. I don't know. So. It takes me an hour to build. Sammy broke his. It fired absolutely zero water. Grundledore mostly missed the target and hit it a little bit, and Flo just steadily slammed her target the entire time. And at the very end, the ship that Sammy and Grundledore were on says 49 points, and the ship that Flo was on says 35 points. Yeah! In your stupid face. Those little kids carried you guys. (laughs) And then these two little hobby kids. Who the best? Who the best? These two little hobbit kids that are on your ship are like, yeah, Billy, you're the best. And they're like, too bad these grown-ups are terrible at this game. We could have done real good. I'm like, hey, dude, you dudes are awesome. Thanks for carrying us. And I give them each a gold coin. Whoa! He's like, Billy, it's a real gold coin. He drops it. Makes a wish, throws it in the pond. The guy opens the robe up and he's like, all right, guys, good job. Awesome. What do we win? Uh, Just eternal shame for being carried by like a six-year-old. No, our team won. We can't have shame. That's for yeah, Flo. Yeah, you do have shame. And her dumb team. Her The three kids on her team didn't even shoot the targets. She got all the points on her team. I got 35 alone. Should have been on a good team. I don't know what to tell you. They kind of, they tapped it a few times, but they did. That's what you get. They did There bad. is no I in team. They were like Flo. teenagers too. They're all like pissed. They're like, man, whatever. Like, this isn't called duty. You know what? I think that since we won, Flo has to treat us to dinner. Yeah. Squirrel meat for all of you. I'll go shoot one. Maybe it'll be a lizard. It's fine. As long We're as in you a desert. It. No problem. As long yeah. as you cook it. Squirrels in the desert. Rare. Yeah. Lizards, though. All right. So Dirk's like, guys, that look cool. Was it really fun? Oh, yeah, Dirk. It was super fun. Uh, did you know that we won and Flo lost? Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Must be good because you guys are so much better at yeah. uh, ranged combat than Flo is. It's 100% true. Yeah, my dexterity is so good. I don't even have like a proficiency bonus for it. It's just naturally that intense. Dirk's like, so uh, we're actually we're playing the uh, gilded clover here. So we're gonna let's head in there and see if we can find uh, who we're dealing with. Okay, let's go. And then he leads the way. You go through these uh, massive revolving doors and you enter this enormous room. I just kind of stay in it for a while and keep going in circles. The person behind you just like watches you walk past them again. Then I start running. I'm going to get this sucker going as fast as I can. I'm going to roll whatever I got to roll for that. That's got to be athletics. It says seven. What says seven? My athletics bonus. I didn't realize how naturally athletic I am. It's pretty amazing. It's all those good muscles. I rolled an 18 then. Holy mackerel. I need to use my athletics more. That bad boy has got to be going fast. All right. Yeah, I'm going to bust it. Grundledore gets it, like, moving, and then you hear, like, a pounding on the glass, and there's a dude wearing, like, a full suit, has, like, a badge on his lapel or something. Where's your lapel over here? And uh, it's like, like, that piece. This thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, a pin. It's, like, a star with a ring on it, and he bangs on the glass. He goes, hey, buddy. I close my ears and eyes, and I just keep going. You see my ears just fold down, like, All right. Uh, he, uh, I start humming too. The next time you come through, he sticks his uh, foot in it and slams into his foot and he grabs you by your shirt and he goes, hey, stop abusing the equipment. What the fuck? How'd that not break your foot? Got tough feet, bro. Steel toe boots. Okay, I don't want to mess with this guy. Call him old iron toes. And then uh, this lady comes through on a walker and he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Sorry about the uh, idiots that use this place. Hey, ma'am, would you like to go for a ride in the rotating door? She's like, oh, no. Honey, I'll be okay. I can probably not 
survive that one. There's only one way to find out. I like grab Grunko's sleeve. And I'm like, oh, let's go. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. Kind. Dirk's Dirk's getting a little far ahead of you guys. Uh, but so you get a little further in. It opens up into this enormous room that everything is like covered in gold, and they're like these huge banners that say like gilded clover, and it's, there's like super bright lights and like crystalline lighting structures hanging from the ceiling. There's a big counter that Dirk goes up to. This little pixie with purple skin and like transparent wings. Transparent, just wings, right? Yes. And uh, she's wearing this white tunic thing, cloaks, robes, I guess. She flies up and she goes, welcome to the Gilded Clover. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing well. Flo owes us dinner. She's like, sweet. So put it on her tab. We have some of the best food in the city. We are the premier resort here in Las Prados. Los Prados. It's Los. Los Produce? Prados. Derek walks over to that counter I was talking about, and he sees someone, and he's like, hey, we're whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys want to you wanna find the uh, director of entertainment? Her name is Iliania. Iliania? Her name is Iliana. Hil- fucking, who wrote this word? Her name is Iliania. Iliania. Oh, okay. It's almost like the I'm gonna name of Luz Theron Telemans. Woman in the Wheel of Time. Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Ilyana. No, this is Ilyania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ilyania. I can send for her if you want, once you guys get through security here. Oh, we're not through security yet? No. We already had to go through that rotating door. You think a rotating door is a security checkpoint? No, that's the asshole checkpoint. We already know who the asshole is. Good. While they're watching me, you can rob some shit. Yeah, mostly just the buffet, though. It's not robbing. It's you buying it for us because we won. Yeah, you owe us all the food. Plus, like, you have all the money anyway, well, except for the money that I made you give me. Yeah, which turns out to be a good move because you told us. Sammy and I worked so hard to make this money with you and then to get any of it for us to spend for ourselves. We got to, like, extort you. Yeah. It's our money. I'm fine with us all having That's why. It. But I don't want you wasting it on dumb stuff. We're not going to waste it on dumb stuff. We're going to gamble it. Pig races aren't dumb. I have weighted dice on my character sheet, so it's not even like a real gamble. I'm just going to win. Okay. All right. In front of you, you begin walking forward. I don't know. Dark begins walking forward. There are a bunch of like tables set up perpendicularly that face away from you that it looks like people are walking between. And each table has two of these goblinish looking like five feet tall like light tannish kind of brown pocky skin dudes that are bald and have really long pointy ears that have these devices on them that rest on their shoulders and they have like a big lens eight inches wide in front of their face that they are looking at people through and every once in a while you see one of them like point at someone and like a guard comes over to them and they take them to the side We think that they're magical. They're viewing things. Those are pervert lenses. We don't walk in front of those guys. They'll look right through our clothes. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. You can't see it, and that's tragic. But I can with Detect Magic. Okay, they are magical. I'm going to cast Detect Pervert because I don't trust those guys over there. I think they're peeping through your fine shirt. So I'm casting Detect Pervert. Some, I'm sure at least one of them's a pervert. Yeah. 
trying to see how big our concealed weapons are. So, uh, guys going through there, or... I will not stand for this Doing, loss Where's Dirk going? Dirk's going through there. He's looking, yeah, we'll go through. He's going and looking for this director of entertainment, Ilyanya. Okay. I follow Dirk. Okay. You walk through and they just wave you through. What are you guys doing? We just keep following Dirk. All right. Uh, when Grundledor walks by, the one points at Grundledor and this guy in this big suit comes up to you. He's like, sir, can I uh, speak with you over here on the side? I suppose I'll allow that. All right. And he motions you over to the side and he's like, hey, uh, so... You have a luck blade on you, and we don't allow luck-altering devices in the casino for, I think, obvious reasons. You can either uh, return it to your vehicle, or you can stow it here. We can uh, put it in a locker for you. Hmm. Wait, do either of you have luck-altering? I just have weighted dice. They're not magical, though, right? No. I don't think so. Didn't I get a different weapon? You made your longsword. No, I, de- I got a two-handed maul. Yeah, you did that too. Yeah, but you got to put blood on that bad boy every day. That's true. Did you do that today? I'm cutting myself right now as I pull out my <laughs> luck blade. Oops, I'm bleeding. So I let him take it. Yeah. He's like, I oh, want- Jesus. Oh, I get he this- got himself. I- I'm really gushing too. So I'm bleeding all over the my long sword, my two-handed maul. So, you know, there's blood everywhere. Yeah, check this for me. He's like, all right, I'll check this. Uh, like holds it at arm's length. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. He waves it. If you don't him. mind, uh, oil it while I'm gone for me. Get too. a ticket. Get a ticket. I uh, get. Give me a ticket. I, I want this thing back too. Yeah, yeah. He gives you a ticket, and uh, he waves at someone, and they run over, and they have um like a bandaging kit. They begin attempting to dress your wound with. Well, how hurt is he? You know, he said it's gushing. He really did himself one there. Is Dirk, like, I want to linger so that Grendeldor can catch back up with Yeah, Dirk, Dirk saw but... that Grendeldor got called aside and he's okay. waiting for him. All right, she ban- I don't know, she bandaged I guess I'll just, yeah, I'll just follow you guys. If someone wants to bandage me while I walk, I don't know if you wanted fine. to let her bandage it or if you wanted to, like, heal it, but. I don't want to waste a spell. All right, good, you know perfect. I mean? Since she bandaged- didn't lose any hit points on it, you know. All right, yeah, she bandages it up. And you got blood on your maul, right? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. Did you cut yourself through your clothing? No, no. Oh, we should try to buy him some clothes here. I mean, I cut myself. I cut myself as I was pulling it out of my pants. It's not in a scabbard. He just has it like tucked in his pants. He's like, oh, God. Oh, not again. Starting to build up a callus where he cuts himself every time he pulls his sword out. Flesh sheath. I just like, you know, slide it down the inside of my thigh. Does it hurt? When you take them out? Every time. Um, anyway, because you took a little bit of time there, you see Dirk, and he's now talking to someone. Iliania. Who is a tall, high elf with light blue hair and glasses. She's holding a clipboard, and she has those long white robes, but she has these, like, red uh, edges. What do you call it when there's, like, the piece of fabric that's just rolled over the edge? Binding. So, binding. She's got, it has, like, red binding. I uh, went to fashion school, so I know. Yeah, so... Mostly white robes, a little bit of red accent. And she goes like, oh, yeah, I'm Eliana. I'm the director of the entertainment. This is my assistant, Baker. There's this little, like, human teenager with red curly hair. His clothes are worn out. Like, his elbows are, like, thin. And there's, like, patches on his pants and stuff. He's like, yeah, anything that uh, you need from her that if she if you can't get a hold of her, you can uh, talk to me about it. Help you guys um, with uh, carrying oh, stuff Baker, or whatever. Oh, Baker, I'm so glad you're here. We need some new fine clothes for Grendeldor before the show. Uh, I meant more like on setting up your equipment on the stage and stuff like that. So, well, you can just you can just give me the clothes you're wearing, and I'll trade you for these fine clothes uh, that fair. I have right here in my bag. 
Uh, no, I think that I'd rather not. Baker, did you get our rider? What is a rider? Rider's like what you add on things that say like, and we want green M&Ms. I mean, it's like the, it's a list of all the things that the band needs for, in order to play. Yeah. We need so, it. A lot of times it says like important things like uh, this kind of lighting, but it also usually says things like we want a case of beer in the green room or like, and then the more ridiculous it is, the more funny of a story it is. Yeah. yeah. There's like a trope about like uh, people putting ridiculous things on it to make sure that people actually read them and stuff like that. Okay. Then you negotiate that whenever you set up. Okay. But I'm assuming that Dirk didn't pass our rider on. So yeah, no, he did. All right, then where? What's Baker's problem? Are there fine clothes on the rider? I don't know. You gotta tell Dirk to add fine clothes to the Dirk, rider. Dirk, I can just go clothes shopping. Add fine clothes to the rider. He's like, ah, I wonder how. I can try, but yeah, uh, they I might probably cut. need a fresh pair every episode just in case. They might cut like our payment a little bit if they have to buy like. I mean, how much uh, do fine clothes cost? Like five I don't know. gold. Flo has all the gold. That doesn't mean I know how much it costs. You have the player's handbook. I mean, we've been collecting and hoarding this money all this time, and we haven't been spending it I on haven't jack spent shit, a so single here we are at a casino. Copper ever in this entire podcast. That is a lie. You spent two copper today. Okay. And previously, you purchased magical armor. Yeah, for like, what, ten? Lots of gold. Coppers or something. And we did buy that nice set of fine clothes that one time. All right, so fine clothes cost 15 gold. So Baker's like, uh, yeah, uh, Dirk, I can show you where uh, the loading dock is if you want. You know, Dirk's like, yeah, sure. He's like, uh, you guys just going to hang out a little bit while I uh, set the stage up then? Yeah, we're going to find something. How like how long until sound check? Oh, uh, we'll be we'll come back for that once you set everything. Yeah, it's, good. it's a couple hours. There's more, some, some more shows. Right, sick. Like, I mean, so Baker's like, yeah, yeah, there's like the rest of the shows for the day or before you guys. So, you know. Yeah. Can you give us our... Um like our vouchers for like our gambling vouchers. Um, we have to talk to Ileana about it. Sure, and he leaves. All right, where's Ileana? She's gone. Ileania. Dirk, did you see where Ileania went? He went with uh, Baker. Does anybody around here look like they know what's going on? No. Yeah, everybody's. So now that you're done talking to Ileania, the first thing you're greeted with when you come in is a whole bunch of slot machines, like a. Massive chunk of rooms. There's a bunch of table games in the middle. And then off in the distances, you can see signs over some big doors. There's one that says High Stakes Club. There's one that says Arena. There's one that says Theater. But like it means like um for shows, not for movies. There's one that says Cashier. Do they have a donkey show? I guess the cashier's not like a door. It's like a... I mean, it's certainly a sign. Yeah, there's, there's a sign, like a, but there's like a whole bunch of like... There's a queue that leads up to it. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's more than one cashier, don't get me wrong. And then there's one that says, uh, Restaurante. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are hungry. Let's go to High Stakes. It's not spelled like that, Flo. High Stakes is about gambling, not eating r- red meat. We are hungry, though. Let's go to the restaurant so you can buy us that food you owe us. Yeah, do it. Okay. All right, you walk past banks and banks of... Slot machines, you walk past a bunch of table games. They're all crowded. There's like, it's pretty full. There's like a lot of people in here. Uh, you get to the restaurant. It's like a, you walk down the bar and like pick out the things you want and then they cash you out at the end. Like Ikea. Like Ikea. Like the science center. Sure. Yeah. Ca- we'll call it cafeteria style. Are there Swedish meatballs? There are Swedish meatballs. Ooh, are there sweet? Just straight up sweet ones? All the way sweet meatballs? Yep. Sweet meatballs. Hot meatballs. Sweet Swedish. 
No, Swedish is like a little sweet. Sweet Swedish meatball. Is there that lingonberry sauce? Dingleberry sauce. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's there. I'll take some dingleberry sauce on my meatballs. I do not want any dingleberry sauce on my meatballs. They're uh, buffalo meatballs. How many steaks? Can I get some steaks? You have to special order steaks. I do. I do it. That's All right. No problem. What if they have any inland oysters? Mountain oysters. Rocky Mountain oysters. Uh, How many arcs have we gone there? Three? Well, when was that? I don't even know. I, I just know. mean like, it seems like every episode we get to Rocky Mountain oysters somehow. Because how do you say oh, oysters that good in Spanish? I think this is only the second it's time. It's one of those foods everybody overlooks. They're all like, oh, it's gross. Don't eat that, man. But once you try it once, it's like a Pringle. Once you pop, fun don't stop. Just got to keep going. Whole ball of them. No. That's a paid sponsorship. We'd like to talk to you about our new sponsor, Pringles. Yo, I can eat an entire can of Pringles in less than a minute. You just got to drink them. You just pop it and go, 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 and just chew and swallow and just like, that whole stack just slides right down your throat. I think usually when you chew, you don't call that drinking. Uh, okay, bud. Unless it's like uh, raw milk or whatever it's called. Raw Pringles. Unhomogenized. It, it was raw Non-homogenized. Homogenized. No, pre-homogenized. Heterogized. So, um... How does it take to get them to make my steaks? Is it like a hibachi stand at a buffet? There is a hibachi there. I go there too. Oh, wait! You ordered a steak, bro. That's fine. Flo's paying. All right. Also, um, it's all super expensive. Sick. What? I have to spend up to twenty-five gold pieces on it. Why? I don't know. Hit Flo in the wallet where it hurts. Okay, got it. You know this is our money. No, you're paying out of it out of your portion because we won no i'm holding all of it when i divide it i will divide it evenly will you divide it maybe and then the question is who among us is coming back rich and who of us is coming back famous and who is not coming back at all i touch my nose me too uh, all right also they have a number of very nice beers on tap oh yeah tell us some of the flavors they have oh there's the ambrosia amber ale the triple A. And the Benedict's Brown Ale. It should be the Benedict's Brown Beer. Brew. And Mordecai's Coffee Stout. Mordecai probably doesn't like coffee stouts. I don't know. He likes swords or something. And the Sharp Edge has good food and good beer, so. Another one of our sponsors. All right. Did you guys get food? Yeah, I got Swedish meatballs. Or and just Sammy. Mashed potatoes right. and lingonberry you got, sauce. You got Rocky Mountain Oysters? Hey, if they got them, yeah. Yeah, they got them. All right, your food comes out to like 20 gold. Jeez Louise. Oh, that's not that bad. I told you it was expensive. I put one steak back. Whoa. Anybody want to buy a used steak? It's all secondhand steaks here. Hey, barely used. Unmarinated. Ain't sure. put no ketchup on it yet. They bring you out your steak. Sick. We go to the table and eat. All right, yeah, your food was delicious. Yeah. All right, guys, what do you want to do next? Uh, want to check out the theater? Oh, you're you're still working on learning to read? It's called a theater. Theater? Yeah, that's it. We'll go there. All right. The, theater? The, theater? Should we gamble a little bit? You walk, a, you walk across the massive room full of slot machines and table games, and you go into the door-marked theater. Oh, I hope they have a freak show going on. Well, well they do now. <laughs> they have a massive, uh, it's a massive room with... A bunch of seating. It's basically all full. On the stage, you see Siegfried and Roger, the famous Los Prados act you've all heard of. 
where they have a flaming hoop and they like run and then he jumps in the air and then he turns into like a tiger with wings and flies through it. Whoa. Wait, which one? Roger. Okay. It look my G looks like a Y. It looks like it says Roger because mm. might have been subconscious mm-hmm. play there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the whole crowd erupts in Clapter. Oh yeah, we do that too. You applaud. Yeah, that's what no, a minor we, illusion is for. We erupt in I bet clapter. that was fake. Oh. Oh, we clap. Yeah. Clapter is like clapping laughter where it's boisterous and happy clap. Clap if you got it. To all of our listeners out there, we can hear that you're not clapping and you really should join in. Next time because you missed it this time. Moving on. Then what happens? What happens now? What happens now? Let's slay that winged tiger. Yeah. Then he lands and turns back into a man. Nice. I and thought then, he would do that. Then we would clap. Then they, uh, yeah, I guess that was before you clapped. And then they make two rings of fire and he jumps through them. Does he cut himself in half and then jump through and then rejoin himself on the other side? No, but then. Jumps uh, through the ring, edge on. Oh, you mean like a ring followed by a ring, not a ring next to a ring. Oh, the rings are in series instead of parallel. I was with Flo on this one. Or is it a wedding ring and he's like squeezing through like some Play-Doh? I didn't yeah. put that much thought into it. Like, I hope, it's like liquid, if it's like that, I don't Liquid clap. tiger. Fun fact, the um, tiger that mauled Roy for having a stroke on stage was named Montecore. Did the tiger have a stroke or did Roy? Roy had a stroke. So everyone thought that they were going to like put the tiger down and he was like mauled and sent to the emergency room. And uh, he was on the way. He was like, no, that's a really good tiger. Don't hurt him. But I guess what happened was he like had a stroke and the tiger was like could sense he was in danger and like grabbed his neck and like tried to carry him to safety. When a tiger grabs the neck of a human, it makes bleeding wounds that send you to the emergency room. That is one, one side effect. Apparently they lived with... Uh, Montecore for like the rest of his life. Aww. Mm. Yeah. Aww, he was just being concerned. That show did end their career though. Uh, they did like a few more shows that were like the final, the actual final show. They did like one more. I don't remember. I don't know. Let's just say they're not doing shows now. We'll say that. Not public. But Siegfried and Roger are. Siegfried and Roger. Yeah, Siegfried and, and Roger. I couldn't make a D&D pun, but so I made him like a were tiger. With wings. He's a were-tiger? I thought this was some sort of illusion, transmutation magic. No, no. He's like a were-white-tiger with wings. Oh, like Tommy, when he becomes the white ranger. Ranger? Ranger. You know, he learned from Gandalf. And so he like used to be a color that started with a G, and then he died and came back as the white one. All right, do you guys stay for the whole set? We don't know. I'm already bored of us talking about it. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of this room. We're going to ruin our listener base. Yeah, you think you're bored. Listen to yourself. How much do these slot machines look like they cost as we walk by them? Oh, uh, so the first one you walk to is called Dragon Slayer. Oh, I'm playing it. Wait, Dragon's Lair? Dragon's Lair. And it costs one gold piece per play. I'll play it. You can play up to five times in one play. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% doing that. Who's going first? I am. Five gold. Here we go. I have 704 gold. What, like, I don't do you, even know what, what I'm supposed to roll? roll and stuff. Like, what I don't want you to roll, bro. 
Okay. You roll for us. Grundledor, you roll two lightnings and a frost. That ain't bad. Do I get any money back? Probably not. Yeah, you get 10 gold for that. Oh, put it all back in. Oh, I'm I'm up to 714. Oh, oh you yeah. wait, you put in five? Yeah. Oh, you got 100 gold for that. Oh, oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. 50. It's 50. It's too late. You're already at 100. I want right, to sell. 50. Okay, I want to do it again. Putting five in again? Yeah. You got a lightning and two swords, and you got 10 gold for that one. Hell yeah. I'm up to 764 gold now. I want to do it again. I could do this for the next six hours. Dear God. You got a dragon, a frost, and a sword. You got five gold for that. That's not bad. Oh, I want to do it again. Let's see what I get. <laughs> you got a fire, a frost, and a sword. You got five gold for that. Oh, I want to do it again. You got a fire and a two frosts. And you got 50 gold. Oh, yeah. I want to do it again. You got fire. Wait, I thought you said we can only do it five times each. No. Five gold. You can put up time. the five. Oh, time. I'm up to 814 gold. I thought the, uh, the DM was like, I don't want to roll these all day. I'll roll these all day. You better, because I ain't leaving till I'm broke. Oh, no, I read this chart wrong. Yeah, well, he's up a lot, and I don't think he's, he's supposed up a lot. to be. <laughs> he's up 95, and I'm pretty sure he was supposed to lose all the money he put in for some of those. Yeah, yeah, the um, <laughs> all the ones that were mixed breaths were not supposed to. So you got a frost... <laughs> Two frosts and a lightning, and it yielded zero gold. Okay, I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> now that I broke the machine. Okay, you guys can gamble now. I have 814 yeah, I'll put, gold. I'll put a fiver in there. Put a fiver in. You got two frost and a lightning. Was that zero? Is that zero? Mm-hmm. You suck, in, Sammy. You got a dragon, a sword, and a fire. You got five gold back. All right, leave while I'm ahead. You're still behind. You're still, All right, I'll do yeah. one more then. You can't stop gambling until you at least break even. You got two swords and a lightning, and I gave you 10 gold. Leave while I'm broken even, baby. I put in five gold. Yeah. You got three swords. What, you put in five? That's worth 25. You're Not bad. Me. I walk away. I wonder if one of these has like the jackpot triggers like a dead fall or something instead. So it just like kills whoever pulled the lever. That's how I designed a casino. I really should have read my chart right so that I didn't give Grundador like, oh, I got all that money. I'm happy with it. It gives me an extra like 110 gold I didn't have before. Yeah. I can just like spend on some wench. All right. That was fun, guys. All right, let's check out that arena. I think this is that um, Magic the Gathering card. So is someone in there fighting Mario 64 characters? So you walk into the arena, and it's a giant, like, bowl that uh, has seating all around it in a circle. And then there's, like, a recessed pit in the bottom. It seems to be for, like, fighting mortal combat. Is it curved out like a bowl? No. Oh, I thought, I thought this was going to be a Beyblades thing. I was super pumped. There's a uh, bookie that takes bets. And then there's a, like a giant scoreboard thing that says the next match is coming up. And the next one says Grungo versus his 90 gold. Targaf Blade Fist versus. And then that name scratched out. Oh, no. 
who's the official in charge? So, like, right now, there's, like, a bookie. I'm like, hey, bookie. He's like, oh, yes. Would you like to place a bet? How are we going to place a bet? This guy scratched out. Oh, you can place it on any of the future ones. Then what's the next one, I guess? The next one says, Vic Man Dark Hammer versus Vic Man Dark Man Hammer. What was that name again? Vic Man Dark Hammer versus... Pete, why is that one name crossed off? Oh, uh, he is sick. Well, Couldn't oh, make it today. Is that Sharp McGrindthumb that's crossed out? Because I love him. Best fighter in the land. But, uh, yeah, if you want to sign up for a fight, uh, you could head over to the, uh, dude that signs people up for fights. But what are the rules and stuff? Right, let's just watch one first, and then, I mean, the next one's pretty, it's pretty far from now. All right, what are the rules? What are the... We don't want to get hurt. I mean, you know, it's like a fight, but then like they heal you and to the death. Not to the death, no. Could to the like, pain. Could it be like a three versus one kind of thing? No. Solo combat. I don't know. Talk to the uh talk to the fight master. I'm a bookie. I we go to the fight master. Are you the hurt keeper? Hello. I'm the hurt keeper. Mr. Fightmaster Hurt Keeper. We'd like to sign our friend Flo up for a fight. Um, okay. We have a fight coming up here. Against Targath Blade Fist. How much can she stand to win? Uh, we just pay you 100 gold for being in a fight. That ain't bad, Flo. That's more than you made from that stupid slot machine. You want me to fight? You're the best fighter out of all of us. What can I fight with? What are the rules? Uh, no magic. What? Uh, no hands. No No armor. (laughs) No, you're allowed to use weapons. It's just naked stabbing. What's this guy like? This uh, fighter dude. Lady person thing he's like oh that's weird they're about to make an announcement and then you hear over the loudspeaker all right everybody i'm mon mon gareth your announcer for the day and forever i'm the only announcer that works here our next fight was going to include your favorite champion targath blade fist and this guy walks out he's like a really tall half work and he doesn't have a right arm he just has a sword where his arm should be and he's like in the shoulder? It's like a metal bird wing. Did I not say forearm? You said right arm. Well, I meant forearm. Entire right arm. Watch out when he spins. And then it's like one of those like goblinoid looking things like runs over to him and has this like thing, like a microphone. Mm-hmm. And he gives it to him and he grabs it with his left hand and he goes, All human too scared fight Targath. All too weak for me. I can't help because I'm not a human. Yeah, me neither. It's oh. up to you, Grunga. Always. Oh, He's taunting us, saying everybody's too weak. Half of you. Uh, just use your legs. I want to fight him with only my legs. Or just your arms. What do you get if Wait, you fight and lose? I thought Flo was going to fight him. This is 100 gold. Yeah. Dude, it's 100 gold either way, dude. And he wants to fight a human. And you're the closest thing we have. Oh, I can use my disguise kit and make Flo look like a human. I could yell out, how about a half human? And then the whole crowd goes, yeah! And then the spotlight shines right on Grundledor. I've never felt so famous before in And my then life. the arena dude is like, or the, what's his name? The Hurt Master? He's like, you want in, man? Yeah, sure. Yeah, he grabs your wrist and he raises above your head and the whole crowd goes, yeah! And he's like, all right, we're going to, you got to go back in the, uh, it's not a changing room because you're not going to change, but it's like, a, you're going to go back there and then we're going to talk talk you guys up real good, and then you gotta come out and fight or whatever. So I'm gonna cheat and use magic anyway. There's like an armory back there you can like pick up. Oh yeah, you You gotta use magic. Don't be foolish. And then Targath goes, I crush weak human, you know last five minute with full orc. Wait, I thought he was a half orc. Uh, He is. 
He thinks he's a full orc. Oh. He's oh, denouncing okay. his human bits. He's a good man. I like that. It's a good idea. I like this dynamic. I should do the same. One half orc representing all of orcdom, and one half orc representing all of humandom. Humanity, I guess. Organity? And then there's like some little kid, and he's like, hey, take this dude down there. And he goes like, oh yeah, just follow me, man. He runs down to this like locker room. I follow him on down. He's like, I see you have weapons, but like if you want to pick one of these weapons, there's some weapons. There's like a weapon rack. There's a rack that has a bunch of tabards if you want to have like some sweet like heraldry that you wear during the fight or something like that. Yeah, I'll just go as I am, unless there's some better stuff I can keep for myself. And then, Do you need help? Do you need need me to paint a tabard for you real quick? What's a tabard? I do it. It's the thing you wear over over your your armor. You know, like, the Knights Templar had them? I'm going to wear stuff like that. Remember when you were in the Knights Templar? It's like a fabric-y cloak that you wear over your armor so that we know what side you're on. It's like an old tiny penny. Remember in, um... Like elementary school, half the kids had to put like that orange thing on their shirt. It smelled. Wait, no, we never did that. It had holes in it. I mean, I remember kids smelled, but. It had Velcro. Then Targath walks into the changing room that you're in. He looks you straight in the eyes and he goes, oh, hey, man, what's up? Hey, how's it going? He's like, oh, cool. You uh, ready for this fight? Yeah. He's like, be pretty fun. He's like, you want to like orchestrate this or you just want to like fight and see what happens? Uh, I don't know. What do you normally do? Uh, leave it up to whatever. I mean, you can throw if you want, or like we can beat the crap out of each other. I like fighting, but like I'm not throwing, so. I mean, it's not to the death or anything, so we can duke it out. Yeah, cool. Have some fun with it. He takes the sword that's on his uh, army, like pulls it off, and it turns out he's got like this little hand that was in there, like holding it. He's like, wipes the sweat off his forehead and puts it back in the hand. <laughs> in <his> sword. <laughs> I choose not to say anything about the hand. He's like, yeah, I just like don't like dismember me and stuff, you know, like that costs a lot to like fix, you know. Yeah, don't worry, I won't cut off your hand or anything. We're not there with him, are we? I don't know, did you go down there? Tell you me, made him a tabard. Tell me when it's time for me to describe the tabard I've made. It's right now, it's the time, buddy, because he's about to go on stage. All right, so I take red paint, and I make a giant anarchy symbol that's his whole chest size, and then I take brown paint, and I make antlers coming off of each side of it. Nice. For anarchy, ma'am. All right, Targat's like, uh, all right, I'm going to head over to my door, so uh, you know, I'll see you, see you out there. He leaves down the hallway he came in. And then, from outside in the thing, you hear, All right, it's time for the big show! Except for it's not the big show, but he calls them all the big show. In this corner, our brand new champion! Oh, they asked you your name, too. Did you tell them the truth, or did you lie about it? I told them who I am. Okay. He's like, in this corner, the strange man with a strange past that you've never met before, Grundledore! The completely human person. I am 100% human for this fight. And in this corner, Targoth Blade Fist, your greatest champion. And then the whole crowd goes, yeah, we And he definitely you win. doesn't have any human in him at all. A full-blown orc that hates all of humanity. And he comes walking out of the thing, chewing on like a big piece of meat, and he spits it on the ground and goes, Humans are meals to me. Humans ruin the economy of my home village. Yeah, I eat hearts of dumb people. And then he charges at you. Roll initiative. Yeah. 20. Natural. Natty T. That doesn't matter for initiative, bro. Oh. But you are first. Well, since I leveled up, I gained a new skill called extra testicle. I mean, extra attack. It just says it right there in the player's handbook. It's 
it's pretty self-explanatory. It lets me attack twice. People get a critical against them with a 19 or 20 now. I'm attacking with my two-handed maul. 19. 19 hits. Four. 2d6 damage. Three. Plus one is seven. Plus six is 13 damage. All right. And now for my second attack. I have extra attack. Natural one. Baby. Rondador flings his hammer on the other side of Targrath Blade. What hammer, though? It was a maul. My maul. Uh, his maul hammer. The hammer he bought at the mall. Targath ducks expertly out of the way. Is this the kind of thing that, like, we need to get down there and get the mall back to him? It's still on a battle floor. Oh, okay, that's fine. And he swings his right arm at you that ends in a blade. And as he screams out to the crowd, All human bad! And he hits an armor class 16. That is the same as my armor class. And he deals you six damage. And then he swings it again on the back swing and hits an armor class 16 for six damage. Woo, 12 damage. Knocked me down to 28. It's time for me to retaliate. Wait, can we inspire Grungo? Grungo, Grungo, he's our man. He can do it. Everyone thinks so. What are the requirements of inspire? Like, he has to be able to hear you? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, there's no other, like, visual effects than, like, that you're singing a song. <laughs> um, all right. Through good and bad times until the bitter end. I've got your back and I know you've got mine, my friend. And the next time when things are looking dim, I'll know you do your best and overcome challenge. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I feel inspired. Going to attack again. First attack. Wait, Ooh. you don't have your maul. You threw it over on the other side of him. Wow, I need to run over and get that maul, I suppose. But if you move and then he's gonna take an action, he gets an attack at you for a reaction. You can run over and pick it up. Uh, okay, I'm just going to attack with my long sword. All right. Two-handed. I rolled a 26. That's a hit. 12 damage. Now I'm going to attack again. 17. 17 hits. For nine damage. Nine. Targath says, Human so weak, never beat me! And he swings his sword at you. Uh, 17 hits you. Ooh, yeah, that's a hit. 13 damage. Oh, ow. Then on the back swing, he brings around. Cutting words! With my tongue, sharp as a dart. I'm sure you'll fall apart I'll use my wit to cut you down And watch you hit the ground Was it worth it? Nope, still hit Grundle. It's a D8, you know. Yeah, I I know. Okay. You rolled a 7 on your cutting words. He just rolled pretty well. He deals you another 6 damage. I'm down to 9 HP, everybody. I'm feeling it. He says, no one beat Targath. Best in arena. Let's give this another go. Gonna use that inspiration, maybe. 24. That's a hit. Four. Is that zero? That's a 10. Oh, it's a 10. Hell yeah. 16 damage. 
16 damage. All right. And now my second attack. Targath makes a little bit of a falter step that you recognize as a racial trait that half-orcs have. But he doesn't go down. I rolled a 23. That's it. For another 16. Oh, my lord. You slash Targath. And he stumbles and falls on his knees and he goes, No! Targath best! And he falls on the ground. Yeah, you're the best at losing, buddy. And then over the announcer here, Marmon Ganeth. A new champion beat Targeth, the best fighter we've ever seen. And one of those little dudes runs out with a microphone and hands the microphone to you. And the whole crowd goes, speech, 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 yeah. speech, speech. That's the power of a half-orc, everybody. I know you're a human. I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a human half-orc. I'm an orc human. I'm all human. They're like, human and a half-orc is so much no, better than I, what, I don't even know what I'm saying. All I know is I beat this little guy, this little big guy, the sword on his arm. And then two dudes run out with a stretcher, and they throw Targath on there. And uh, then they run and back into the locker room with him. And then everyone throws things at you, like... Uh, Money? No. Panties. Like hats, or like... Like paper are, hats made out of newspaper? Th- confetti. Yeah, paper hats. There's a paper airplane in there. Mostly it's garbage. You don't really want Where's that. my money? I scream into the mic. And everyone goes like, uh... And then, like, the guy the guy in the hallway is like, oh, Shh, fuck, we should have like, bet on... Should have bet on Grongo. I meant to do that. Especially if you're going to cheat. We didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. You cheated for me. I had no choice in the matter. You just inspired me. Yeah, to be fair, none of it matters. You know why? That's how good I am. Because I am E.T. Extra... Testicle. You go in the locker room eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> you don't brag for that long, I guess. They're like, all right, cool. This dude gives you a coin purse with 100 gold in it. Well, thank you, my good sir. But before you go, let me ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? If a half-orc has three testicles, how many of them are human? And how many are orc? No one knows. They're all half-orc. Targath comes in from the other room and he's like, oh man, good fight, man. You're pretty tough. I didn't expect you to be that tough. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good fight. He gives you a high five with his left hand. That's right, buddy. Good fight. We'll have to do it again sometime. Wear it up. Okay. Now what should I do? Should I keep fighting? I'll go out and find Flo and Sammy. What challenges await the champion of the arena? What other acts threaten to upstage Antler Mayhem? How else will the gang bide their time before their show? Will they lose their fortune in the high stakes room? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour.
Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for listening to another week of Bardic Mystery Tour. I hope you're enjoying it. Remember to go to our website, bardicmysterytour.com, to link you to all of our social media sites and our Bandcamp site and our Podbean site so that you can listen to our other episodes. Hey, we decided to not take a break between the seasons, so we're just going to keep rolling with weekly episodes. But you can expect that we're going to just decide to call an end to season one uh, after the next arc. And so then at that point, we'll send our album out to be mastered. And so you can probably expect it to be officially released at the end of May-ish time frame. So keep an eye open. And if you buy it now, pre-order it on Bandcamp, then you'll have the mastered version when that comes out. Bardic Mystery Tour is a member of the Sorgatron Media Network. So check it out at sorgatronmedia.com if you're interested in the rest of their podcast. We did a long joke about clapping, but I cut most of it out. But I put it in here because I think it's really funny. All right. See you next week. Clapter is like clapping laughter where it's boisterous and happy. Clap Clap if you got it. How do you not know how to clap? We got a layer. We got a layer. Aren't you like 34? No. To all of our listeners. We got to layer the claps so it sounds like a lot. How are you making that noise with your clappers? How soft are your hands? Are they like, (laughs) it sounds like there's no bones in them. Is this what you're doing? They. I can't tell who's giving me those good high pitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, let's get into it. To all of our our listeners out there, we can hear that you're not clapping, and you really should join in. Next time, because you missed it this time.